Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. At the window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome to At the Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Boy, what a weekend it was here in New York City. Just oh, smoldering heat, just 100 degrees. It felt like 108. I didn't do much of anything. It was just too hot, too humid to do anything this weekend. Although Danny, who runs the board here, producer on the show, music extraordinaire, he found uh, some time to go to the beach. I give him a lot of credit. There's no way I was going to the beach in that weather. I would have burned in like five minutes. I have fair skin and... Uh, just the, the sun was too strong. I just stayed out. Hopefully, you guys were okay. There was a blackout in Brooklyn, in New York, over the weekend in, in that smoldering heat. Hopefully, everyone is okay, and they, it, the, the electricity is back there in Brooklyn, and everything's fine. But it's a little bit cooler in New York today. But a lot going on in sports. Odell Beckham Jr. continues to miss the New York spotlight. He's continuing to talk about his time with the New York Giants. I mean, you're a Brown. All right, forget about the Giants already. I mean, it's just like this guy just wants to continue to hold on to the spotlight. He knows he's in Cleveland now. People don't care about him as much. So he talks and talks and talks. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Open championship goes to Shane Lowry of the Ireland. Wins in his hometown in Royal Portrush, Northern Ireland. Talk about that. Ran away with it, but there's some other more interesting things that happened over the weekend in Northern Ireland that we will get to. That's a little bit later on. But we begin with the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame this weekend. And if you missed it, it's for good reason. Because baseball, for some reason, has a full slate of Major League Baseball games competing with the biggest icons in their sport on one of the days where all eyes in the baseball world, your own Fans, your own diehard, loyal fans we're talking about. You're dividing their attention, and that's something baseball needs to correct. But we congratulate Mike Mussina, Mariano Rivera, the late Roy Halladay, Harold Baines, um, Lee Smith. We congratulate him as well as the Edgar Martinez, the sixth and final inductee yesterday. We congratulate all of them on terrific careers. Harold Baines didn't think he deserved to go in the Hall of Fame. Talk about that at length when it was announced uh, the committee that they formed uh, to get this guy in. Uh, terrific player, but just not a Hall of Fame baseball player. All right? Talked about that, and that's going to open the door for other less than spectacular players to come down the pike. Now, I know what you're going to say. He's not the first. I mean, Phil Rizzuto, he got in with the Veterans Committee back in the day, and he, uh, despite winning an MVP and being a terrific broadcaster, he got in as a player. He's not deserving. You're looking at his numbers. He's not deserving. Countless other players have gotten into the Hall of Fame. Harold Baines was not the worst. Okay, he's not the first guy that, didn't, that I don't think is a Hall of Famer. But yesterday's uh, ceremonies were very good. Uh, I enjoyed watching them. Um, the late Roy Halladay, his, his wife, 
uh, Brandy Halliday uh, brought everyone to tears and uh, just a wonderful speech and uh, give her credit for having the, the passion uh, and the, just the wherewithal to, to give a speech like that and, and the energy and um, just uh, really heartbreaking to see that and to know that Roy Halliday died 40 years old, just 40 years old, and uh, he didn't live to see his own induction. Mike Mussina, another guy who's on the fence to me, a high ERA, did pitch in the American League East during the steroid era, if you will. Got to give him some credit for that. But uh, as he mentioned, um, he didn't have any of the sexy stats. He didn't win a Cy Young. He didn't win a championship. Uh, He didn't win 300 games. Didn't strike out 3,000 batters. All the milestones or the marks that you look for in a Hall of Fame pitcher, he didn't have any of those. But he did win 270 games. Did play for uh, a franchise in the New York Yankees in the playoffs uh, during most of his eight years in pinstripes. So he was worthy. I I wouldn't put him in thought he was borderline I wouldn't have uh I don't think he's a hall of fame he's a hall of very good but it was a great day however if you missed it and some baseball fans did because they were too busy watching their own baseball club major league baseball should do something about this they should have the major league uh, hall of famers they should have their own day alone to themselves during the summer now a lot of people suggested doing it on the Monday before the all-star game pushing the the all-star game to Wednesday and having the home run derby on Tuesday I don't like that uh to me, that, that doesn't make much sense. Keep the home run derby on Monday. Keep the all-star game on Tuesday. Play a doubleheader. Keith Hernandez talked about this. Play a doubleheader on Saturday and then have Sunday off. And that's when Cooperstown, the honor, the uh, inductees to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Everyone is, is allowed to attend. Think if you're Susan Waldman or if you're John Sterling. You called every game of Mariano, nearly every game of Mariano Rivera's career, right? Or, and Mike Messina's time in, in pinstripes. Yet, you have to work a game so you can't go to Cooperstown to watch the ceremonies. That doesn't make a lot of sense. All right, and uh, how about a manager like Don Manley? If he wanted to go there, he's managing the Miami Marlins. If he wanted to go attend and watch his contemporaries get in like Harold Baines and like even a Mike Mussina who he coached with the Yankees and a Mariano Rivera who he coached with the Yankees actually played with Mariano Rivera for a couple of years as well. That's how uh, long ago, that's how old Mariano Rivera is coming up in 1994 with the New York Yankees. But baseball should do something about this quickly. You know, like now. I, it shouldn't take all this time for people to finally get on this bandwagon, at least publicly, the narrative, it's out there. People have been talking a lot about it. It doesn't make much sense. Baseball needs to do something a doubleheader on Saturday and, and off on Sunday before the All-Star game, that might work. Or you could just have it on Saturday and Sunday, take, take Saturday and Sunday off and just extend the, the Major League Baseball regular season by two games or start it uh, two games earlier, two days earlier. Whatever they, they do, they need to do something where it's standalone stand and you don't, you don't have your attention divided between Major League Baseball games and the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. We'll see what Chris Ventra thinks about that and also his thoughts on Odell Beckham Jr. He's a Giants fan. Wasn't really happy with how uh, with his uh, felt disrespected by his old football club. We'll talk about that next here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network.
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76 and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Welcome back to At The Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. Second segment of the show, and so you know that's time for this guy to my right. What's going on, Chris? What is up, my dude? It is your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. And what are we talking, my friend? We're talking Odell Beckham, your boy. You're a Giants fan, right? Yeah, I'm a diehard. We'll get to it in a minute. In a minute. GQ Magazine gave an interview. It's making all the headlines. I mean, I think this dude's a little... uh, uh, missing New York right now a little bit, you know, wants to be relevant, wants to be relevant once again. But we talked on Friday and uh, Greg Sussman was on his bachelor party. Yes. Congratulations to him. He's going to get married soon and uh, um, wish him nothing but the best. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked about why Frank wasn't invited, his best friend forever, yeah. you know, and um, I, I guess on the BFFs, they talked about why he wasn't invited. 
Um, yeah. Do you buy the explanation? And you can. Ex- what do you think of it? Of Greg not inviting Frank. Good question. Good question. Um, so, you know, Frank said he didn't really know on BFFs just it's true. Before. He didn't really know why he why he was invited. <laughs> I know. So now, okay, and then Greg told him, "Listen, who's gonna do BFFs and who's gonna run?" You know, the, the, the control room and all that stuff, right? Yeah, right. Now, I understand the BFFs thing, right? Who is going to do BFFs? There are two BFFs left. How about you? Wario's gone. But see, that, that's the thing. Honorary member? But I can't really, like, it's hard for me to just cover the BFFs. Right, you have your own show, too. It, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you do. And then, you know, it's hard to just get someone to cover the BFFs, especially since that's their thing. They're the BFFs, you know? We're not really in part of the BFFs. So, sure. I get that, but still. Yeah, I know. We could have figured something out. It was only two days. We could have figured some way to get BFFs rolling still and, you know, have Frank be at Greg's bachelor party. I agree. I, that, agree. I, you know. I don't want to call it a lame kind of explanation. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I think they could have worked something out. It's a little fugazi. Yeah, a little, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. Uh, you know, uh, really disappointed. Uh, Frank should have been there. Yeah. And now you know what's going to happen. What, what's going to happen? Frank's... Not going to invite Greg to his bachelor party. Wow. Yeah. His, his you think feelings that's are how it's going to go down? I think his feelings are hurt. Frank. <laughs> Talk to me, Frank. <laughs> I don't know. I just love how Gabe Morenzi, uh, he hosts uh, multiple shows on this uh, network. Rips us all. Yeah, he, he does rip us all, but he, <laughs> he doesn't even know Frank's last name. I don't, what did he call him? I don't remember. Stampful. I, no, it wasn't, it wasn't clo- that, that even. It wasn't even that close? Yeah, no, no, it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> just call him Roto Frank at that point. Hey, Roto Roto Frank. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't think I've ever, ever heard anybody call him Roto Frank. But, but Frank, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. But let's let's get to Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. Well, first of all, people want to know. But, but wait, wait, wait. Your bachelor party, you're definitely gonna have one, right? Oh yeah. So Gabe ripped me on the bachelor party, yeah, pretty right? Much, yeah. Saying that you can't, that <laughs> Christina, who's my fiance, won't let me go on a bachelor party because I might be bad. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, I could do whatever and I then want. She's gonna be bad. On her bachelorette party. Nah, I don't, I don't even care. But I'm okay. saying, I'll let her do her thing. If she wants to have a bachelorette party, she got, but she's already got a bridal shower going on in August. So I'm saying, yeah. I would like to go on a bachelor party, but I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not into it as much as I would have been into it when I was like, you know, 24 or something like that, 25. I feel like I'm burnt out. Really? You know, already? I partied a lot in my 20s. I feel like I got more partying done than the average 20-year-old, you know, in, the, yeah. in that age group. And, you know, but it's for your I boys. probably doubled for most your people. Too. Yeah, that's true. that's true. It's for my boys, too. But you know what? Listen, they, they're all them at this point. I'm the last of all my boys. Are you? Really? Yeah, to get married. They, half of them already have kids. Yeah, wow. So who's coming to my bachelor party anyway? Probably nobody. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there by myself. You know what I'm saying? My shirt off. Well, you, you can invite Frank. Frank will go. <laughs> you know, he needs some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, no, no. no. I'd invite my boys. But listen, I don't need to have a bachelor party. Right. And I would be good on my bachelor party. All I right. will tell you that. All right, Gabe. You listening, Gabe? Listen, Gabe. All right. Because yeah. okay. I don't get whacked like that. All right, Gabe comes up uh, on this very station and on the radio at 5 p.m. Eastern with Camp Stewart. They call it Game Time Decisions. Uh, great show. Love Gabe, yeah. yeah. they set it up for the night. Uh, any gambling, betting, they have it covered with Camp Stewart. And Gabe Morenzi. But let's get back to Odell Beckham Jr. Becky, let's talk about Yeah, Becky. I mean, uh, he felt disrespected. I mean, this guy uh, gives an a interview to GQ Magazine and yeah. uh, played on lousy teams the whole six years. And um, that's a quote. Like, after everything I'd done for them, this is a quote from Odell Beckham Jr. and GQ Magazine. This is me being honest. The team 
has not been good for the last six years, period. Even the talking about this and that, and we, want, we went there, and I didn't have a great playoff game. Don't get me wrong, I had a terrible game, but I left the game with seven targets, and I'm supposed to be your number one receiver. This is the Odell Beckham Jr. talking. Yeah. I left the game with seven targets. We lost. They scored a 40. It's, all, it's just all bad. I felt disrespected because I felt like I was uh, the main reason at keeping that brand alive, and they were getting primetime games still, a 5-11 and 11 team. Why? Because people want to see the show. And he goes on and on. Oh, That's man. just some. What, what do you make of this, Odell Beckham? So I talked about it a little bit before on Frenzy, but I didn't really get, like, all my opinion in. Some things I understand, all right? Like, you know, whatever. Like, seven targets, maybe that's not enough for him. I played terribly because he was hanging out. You remember that whole thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was hanging out, in, partying. In South Beach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but, like, okay. Seven targets. Listen, Eli helped your career a little bit. Listen, you're a great wide receiver. Maybe there's other quarterbacks that could have, boot, like Rodgers, could have boosted your, your numbers even more. But you had a fantastic, like so far, his career has been great. You know what I mean? Besides yep. 2017 where he missed basically the whole season. Uh, last year he missed some games. He's missed some games early in his career. So he's been injury prone too. That's a knock against him. He can't say he's like this unbelievable, like he's the number one wide receiver uh, the past five years in a row. He's not. He's one of the best, but he's not number sure. one. Yeah. Uh, and... Like, certain things I understand what he says, but, like, dude, you are always complaining. When the team's doing poorly, you're down, you're negative, you're kicking nets. Nets are kicking you back in the face. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Like, you look like an idiot uh, a lot of times when you're doing this stuff. You, why do you got to always open your mouth? What is the reason to going back to this? I know GQ interviewed you, but, yeah. like, you don't have to go so deep take into this. Take the high this. road, Yeah, right? take the high road. It's because you're upset you're still not in New York. Now you're in Cleveland. Sucks for you, man. I mean, listen, maybe they'll be a good team, but it's not the same city as New York. You don't get the same limelight spotlight that you do in New York. You can't party in New York after a game because you're in Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? So whatever. That, deal with it. You know what I mean? You, you chose to be a baby all your career and talk, talk all the smack, and then new, a new coach, a new GM who didn't draft you, you know, lets you go, and they even gave you a deal. Yeah, gave me a new deal. Gave you a new deal, and then you, you still, you know, you still with your antics, right? You know, when things are good, he, he's all happy. But when things are bad and it happens with franchises, and then the other thing that I really hate is that he said, oh, I, I made the brand. I made the brand. What do you mean? The New York Giant brand has been great way before you and no. will be great after you. Yes, we're in a lull. Yes, every franchise goes through their bad times, but... It wasn't just because of you, Odell, that people watch the Giants. There's diehard Giant fans out there like me right. who are going to watch them no matter what. One thing, you're right about that. You're right about everything you said. One thing that, he, that Odell is right about, they're like 5-11 and 11 team, and the only reason they were getting primetime games primarily was because, well, I, I, the Giants are a big brand, but because of the catch at Odell Beckham. Yeah, yeah. They, they loved promoting him on NBC the and Dallas all that. Cowboy and he's game. right about that um, it, to, to an extent. But how an about extent, this? yeah. This year, most receiving yards, FanDuel Sportsbook, plus 1,200 Odell Beckham Jr. in the NFL, most receiving yards. Is that a bet you're going to take? What, what is he? In, in, he's the fourth. Various. He's tied for the third, actually, with Mike Evans. He's, it goes Julio Jones, plus 600. He's the favorite. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, plus 750. Mike Evans, plus 1,200. Odell Beckham Jr., plus 1,200. How about 200. that? You got Juju. Would Smith, I take Juju it? Plus 300. Would you take it? Yeah. No, because I'm afraid he's going to get hurt. I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take it. No, no I wouldn't touch it. I'm not touching that. I want somebody more reliable, like. Well, Hopkins now, we're worried about injury too now. So that goes out the window. Julio, obviously, always with the ankles, and you're hearing news about him with Evans? the ankles. Um, now, Winston, you got Bruce Arians. I, honestly, I might even go Juju on this one, uh, or Antonio. because Antonio's plus 1,400. Yeah, yeah so like, because, you know, the volume and, you know, those Tyree offenses, they're healthy. I'm going Tyreek uh, Hill. Tyreek Hill could be, but I feel like he doesn't get the volume that these other guys get. Yeah. 
but he could because he just flies. Yep. Um, but I don't know. Listen, Odell, he's a baby. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy he's gone because I think the Giants will, will, will get into a new era uh, with Saquon as the leader. We didn't need Odell as the leader. I think he was more of a cancer than anything else because, yeah, he plays great, but he also, he's not, you need a great quarterback more than you need a great wide receiver. And it's not like he runs the game and makes us dominant with him on the field. I'd rather have Barkley. I, I'd much rather have the running back who I could constantly well, pound the ball with. could have both of them, but yeah. could have both of them, but he's a cancer. He's the total opposite of Barkley. Barkley's a good guy. We'll see this year. We'll see this year. All right, that's Chris Ventra's take on Odell Beckham Jr. Seems like you're happy. They got rid of. Yeah, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of his nonsense, man. All right. All right. We'll see you. The Browns are going to be very fragile this year. Very fragile. Volatile. Volatile. I know. Thanks a lot, Chris. A lot more to do. The Denver Broncos, they are on the clock. Nick Ferguson, former safety, now a host out there in Denver. He joins me next here on At the Window. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. The Morning Line. How about Aaron Boone? Savages absolutely went ballistic. And the poor umpire, this was his fifth game behind the home plate. He looked like a 12-year-old, that umpire, that he was ripping. He talked about how that guy's a great pitcher, these guys are savages. That rant was just absolutely epic. Weekdays, 6 to 7 a.m. Eastern, on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. 
especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Fantasy football season is now upon us, and the season-long drafts are in full swing. Roto experts has you covered with their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the Internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts are providing dynasty season ball, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off with promo code FNTSY. The NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package only at rotoexperts.com. Welcome back to At The Window here on the Fantasy Sports Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia talking Denver Broncos as we preview every NFL team up until the start of the NFL season. And to do that, I welcome in former safety and now host of the Safety Blitz on 104.3 The Fan in Denver. His name is Nick Ferguson. What's going on, Nick? Hey, man, uh, nothing much, man. I'm trying to beat the heat here in Denver, Colorado. Another great day uh, of practice. Yeah, I mean, already uh, a couple of days of practice for the Denver Broncos, the first team to open up training camp out there. What did you see out there today, uh, namely Joe Flacco, the new quarterback there in Denver? Everyone's talking about how he's uh, performing well thus far in training camp. I know it's early, but what have you seen from Joe Flacco though, thus far? Well, it's all about Joe Flacco's uh, leadership. Outside of Denver, the national media is not really giving the team a Joe Flacco uh, shot in the dark. But, I mean, it's, it's a breath of fresh air compared to what has taken place at the quarterback position in the past you know, a couple of years, but Joe was out there, you know, leading the guys. And what was really interesting was Joe kind of got in these back and forth. Uh, it was yesterday and then again today with uh, Chris Harris Jr. So, you know, you like to see that from Joe Flacco. And he's not one of those quarterbacks who's known for being one of those fiery guys on the center. Usually when we talk about guys who John has you know, John with what we call back and forth, usually you think of full of rivers, but I mean, it's great watching the world begin after it. But I'll tell you this, there's still a long way for this offense to go, still trying to build that chemistry with the wide receivers, a young group right there. But if anyone can actually do it, I do have a faith that Joe Flacco can definitely get it done. Talk about the offense Joe Flacco is inheriting here. He's familiar with it. I was reading where the, the new offensive coordinator – Kind of runs a similar system Gary Kubiak ran that in Baltimore for Joe Flacco in 2014. That was the year Flacco uh, had his best statistical season uh, in previous years, at least. And now he'll run a similar system. How does that fit Joe Flacco? How does the offensive system fit Joe Flacco as compared to the previous years in Baltimore with the Ravens? Well, you know, the previous seasons, like, you know, before Coach Kubiak got there, I mean, Joe was had like, like several different offensive coordinators, and the personnel wasn't really set up for him to succeed. And when you think about the Baltimore Ravens as a team, that was a heavy defensive, you know, scheme or, or concept type of team, and all Joe was required to do was just go in and be, be efficient and be somewhat of a, a game manager. And before that, the title game manager had a negative connotation, but it fits right. him perfectly for what he wants to do. In 2014, you know, Coach Kubiak was his offensive coordinator, and that's where we saw a lot of balls being dumped out to the running back. 
and the utilization of the tight end position. And Scandarolo was brought in here for several reasons, trying to, you know, revamp the vertical passing game, but also try to develop guys at that tight end position, a position where, you know, Joe Flacco actually excels. So this offense pretty much fits him. And as I've been trying to explain to individuals outside of the Denver market is that when you have, you know, you've had four different offensive coordinators previously with the Baltimore Ravens, and now you have a young Offensive coordinator, single call for his first time in Rick Scangarello. That helps Joe Flacco out a lot because now he can go to Scangarello and say, listen, these are the things that I like on third down. I like inside the red zone. So now he has a little more freedom in the offense, I feel, than he's had in years past. Yeah, talk about that, the wide receiver core that Joe Flacco will throw to. Emmanuel Sanders, how does he look, by the way? I mean, he's coming off an Achilles injury. Is he close to 100%? Should we expect Emmanuel Sanders to be 100% by uh, opening day? And Cortland Sutton, uh, Deshaun Hamilton, Noah Fant, that first-round pick from Iowa, tight end. Uh, Jake Butt, even, a tight end coming back from an injury. Talk about the offensive weapons around Joe Flacco. Who's he going to throw the ball to? Well, the reason I like Joe Flacco in his offense because you know, he has more more weapons, offensive weapons here than he had in Baltimore. I mean, Steve yep. Smith Sr., Edquan Bolden, Torrey Smith. I mean, all these guys had you know certain things they brought to the game, but they were kind of one-trick ponies. I mean, Edquan Bolden was more of a possession receiver. Torrey Smith was just a kind of a vertical passing threat. But when you look at the weapons that he has now, and don't get me wrong, once again, we're still talking about a young receiving core that's still trying to learn how to play in the NFL. But I'm very optimistic about this crew, watching them work. Cortland Sutton is the guy that you mentioned. I had a chance to talk to him after practice today. He's the guy that wants to get better. He understands the role and the shoes that he has to step into as a leader, especially with Emmanuel Sanders being out. Now, having Emmanuel Sanders, a healthy Emmanuel Sanders on the fold, it does well for Joe Flacco because it opens up the playbook and the calls that Rick Gangarello can actually call in and give Joe Flacco to actually utilize in any particular game. Now, Sanders said today, uh, he didn't practice today, but he said Wednesday because the Broncos, you know, they have a day off on Tuesday, but he is expecting to practice on Wednesday. Now, wow. how much How much of that, we, we don't know, because I know the idea is that we, we don't want to, you know, burst the bubble just yet with the Manu Sanders in training camp. We want him ready for week one against the, on the road against the Oakland Raiders. So I don't know how much he's going to practice, but he told me today that he will practice on Tuesday. And as far as, you know, how much he's been doing thus far, it's just been like the drills. He'll do like the warm-up drills with the wide receivers. But you can see the leadership that Sanders possessed because he actually got on a guy that you mentioned in no offense, the first-round draft choice, because the idea is, when a guy's drafted in the first round, the expectations are high, especially here in Denver and a guy who was drafted as a tight end because most teams don't draft a tight end in the first round. Right. And Daniel Sanders could be seen in practice you know, yesterday getting on Fant because he saw it as though Fant wasn't living up to what he felt as the standard here in, in Denver. Right? I mean, Fant would you know, catch a pass or drop a pass and just kind of gingerly walk back to the huddle. And Sanders had to get on and say, listen, those are not the type of practice habits that we want to display here because if individuals see you doing this no fan first-round draft choice, they're going to think that they can do the same thing, and that's not the standard. So I, I love the fact of Emmanuel not being in in team drills, but his presence is still 
can still be felt while he's out there, you know, talking to the guys, trying to get them going. And even Sanders had to come to the aid of Colin Sutton because the first day of training camp, you know, Sutton had a case of the drops. Right? And I understand that. We, and we're just wondering if there's, like, the first day jitters, what is it? And, you know, I mean, man, you went over to Sanders, try to talk to him, uh, try to get him, get him going. But I told him at the practice today, look, don't look for Sanders to be able to do that. You are now the leader of the team. At some point, Sanders is not going to be here. So you now have to start to be that guy and be that guy day one. And he promised me, come, you know, moving forward, that he's definitely going to live up to those expectations. Wow, what a big benefit having you out there. Uh, I know you, you're doing work for uh, 104 The Fan, uh, 104.3 The Fan out there in Denver, but uh, also coaching, man. Uh, that's pretty nice. Uh, Nice benefit for those guys out there. I know you, you you coached in the past, so it's in your blood. So uh, that's that's pretty cool, though. Uh, taking uh, Cortland Sutton under your wing there. Um, but talk about the running backs. Philip Lindsay had that breakout rookie year last year. Royce Freeman, much was expected of him last season. Who's going to get the lion's share of the carries in the backfield for the Broncos this year? Well, what is going to? I mean, looking at things on on the surface, it appears as though you know both guys are going to get an opportunity to split the carries. And I, and I said this before uh, on my show, Safety Blitz, is that don't be surprised if the Broncos have two running backs that are almost at 1,000 a, a yards, if not at 1,000 yards, based on how you know, Scangarola wants to run his scheme, the outside zone, getting the ball in the hands of his playmakers, screens, those inside type of uh, plays. So I, I like the idea, and today they were compared to two other guys that – Gangarello is quite familiar with when he was with Kyle Shanahan in Atlanta, you know, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Those two guys can definitely get at it. And, you know, like Royce, Freeman and Phil, Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay, they both have that capability. One's a slasher and Lindsay. The other guy's your power back and, and Royce Freeman. So I'm, I'm excited about uh, what the season could be for uh, either back. Nick, only have about a minute and a half here, but we didn't touch on the defense yet. Uh, Bradley Chubb, Von Miller, they're back, and, and they lead the way. Had a tough time, though, last year stopping the run. We only have like a minute and a half, but defensively, talk about uh, what you expect from, from this year's squad. Ed Donatello's a DC. Well, this, yeah. well, this squad is going to be a little different. Uh, Todd Davis went out with a, a lower cap injury. He's going to be out for a couple of weeks. So now the defense is trying to scramble, move some guys around. Joe Jones, Alexander uh, Johnson, and even Justin Hollis, who they drafted you know, who was drafted to be an outside linebacker. They're thinking about moving him to inside to get more maybe athletic at that position because Jason Jules, you know, uh, he's a thumper. He's the type of guy that you want at that linebacker position if we're playing throwback football. But we're not playing that anymore. These tight ends are hybrid tight ends that attack you over the middle of the field. And the only way to offset that is two guys you just mentioned, Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, a lot. You know, as far as the, the, how successful Big Benjio is with his defense, you know, depends on those guys and how healthy they are and being able to get after the quarterback. All right, Nick, our 20 seconds or less. I, I know I don't want to put you on the spot here, but the Broncos season will be a success if you can finish this if, if the defense, like I just said, edge rushers, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb remain to be healthy because I'm predicting at least 20-plus sacks for uh, both guys. I know that's kind of high up there, but that is just speaking to the volumes of the athleticism and the toughness that these two guys bring to the defense. Nick Ferguson, great job. Listen to him. Safety Blitz, 104.3 The Fan Endeavor. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. 
All right, there he is. I'll talk more about the win total and what to expect from the Denver Broncos based on what Nick just told us next on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the Internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money-upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter Awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Back here on the Fantasy Sports Network, this is At The Window. I am Sean Guastamacchia. was just talking with Nick Ferguson, 104.3 The Fan in Denver. He's a host in the middays of the Safety Blitz, former NFL safety, was at training camp today, and, and you heard him. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb need to put pressure on the quarterback for that team defensively to play up to their capabilities. Offensively, Joe Flacco, as much as I think he was held back, in Baltimore, with that offensive scheme, was more of a running team, and you know the play to your strengths, and that was the defense there in Baltimore for so many years. 
I think he'll do better, definitely better than what Case Keenum did last year. All right, I think they've upgraded. The Broncos have upgraded at the quarterback position. Philip Lindsay had a breakout year. Royce Freeman should expect more from him this year. So that is, a, if anything, it's a push in the backfield from last year. Offensive line's weak. I, I, you know, I don't know what to really make of the offensive line. It wasn't uh, that great last year. They lost some guys. Ronald Leary, will he step up and be the player he was in Dallas? Uh, Connor McGovern takes over at center. Jawan James, right tackle. Uh, they have him now, former Miami offensive tackle. Uh, they don't have a great offensive line. Now, that didn't hurt too much last year um, with Phil Lindsay. So protecting Flacco, though, will be a big concern. Noah Fant, that should help in the red zone. The guy was a beast in the red zone at Iowa. The highest uh, catch total was 39 at Iowa, so we didn't get a lot of run outside of the red zone targets and such, but he's a weapon. He's a first-round pick for a reason. Could run like a wide receiver. They'll split him out. Jake Butt maybe will be the inside guy, but they have an, enough talent there. Uh, with Emmanuel Sanders, if he comes back to full strength, um, with Cortland Sutton, they'll be okay. They play in a tough division, though. That's the bottom line. The Kansas City Chiefs, the L.A. Chargers, and an improved Oakland Raiders squad. And they have a tough, tough schedule. I don't see that the, the FanDuel Sportsbook has seven as their over, under, their, as their win total. If, if you could go over, you could go under there. At Oakland to start. Home against the Bears, uh, probably 0-2 to start. At Green Bay, 0-3. Hosting Jacksonville, much improved Jacksonville squad, I'm predicting. You want to give them a win there? All right, 1-3. At Los Angeles Chargers, 1-4. Home against the Titans, 2-4. Hosting the Chiefs, 2-5. At Indianapolis, 2-6. Hosting Cleveland, I'll give them a win. Three. At Minnesota, loss. At Buffalo, loss. Home against the Chargers, right? Four wins. At Houston, I'll give them an upset. Five. At Kansas City, loss. Uh, against Detroit, you got, uh, that's a win, six, that's week 16, week 17, hosting the Raiders, all right, there you go, at best, seven wins, seven to nine, but I'm being very, very liberal with the wins there, um, this is a six and ten team again, they were a six and ten last year, even with the improvement at quarterback, which I predict, this team's still going to miss the playoffs once again, just a tough division, I think the Raiders will be much better, the Chargers, I think Phillip Rivers, oh, I mean, can he... At an advanced age for his style of play, he's a pocket guy, right? He's not athletic, much like Tom Brady. I know Tom Brady's an outlier, though. How many of these drop-back pocket passers are going to play great into the late 30s, early 40s? Drew Brees has an advantage. He plays in a dome. Don't forget that. So that helps him out a great deal. Whereas Phillip Rivers, Chargers, had a great year. Everyone's back this year. Joey Bosa, defensively, Ingram. Darwin James, we, we know all about that, but can they do what they did last year? Anthony Lynn, once again, head coach there in L.A. I'm not too sure. I think they'll take a little bit of, of a step back, but Kansas City's not taking a step back. I don't think so. That's a tough division. I don't think the Denver Broncos will make the playoffs. They'll finish 6-10, and 7-9 at best, but I'll bet the under-7 FanDuel Sportsbook win total there for the Broncos. Yesterday, the Open Championship, Shane Lowry ran away with it. But what was some fun was Kyle Stanley, who didn't yell four and uh, hit um, McIntyre, a fellow PGA golfer's mom, uh, with the ball. And he had, but then wasn't too happy about it. And John McGinnis, who was on the morning after with Gabe Morenzi and Joe Ranieri, was said it was basically he was pissed off 
because everyone out there, they hate Americans and, and Kyle Sands is an American. And I don't think it's that, but um, it is kind of funny that, I mean, aren't you supposed to be aware uh, when you're a spectator at a golf event that at any point, whenever they hit the ball, it, it could go wayward and it could hit, go into the stands and it could hit somebody. So you got to be aware of your surroundings. That's the thing. Yell, not yelling for, I'm sure other people yelled for. It was, just, it was just really comical how much play that got and how upset McIntyre got at Kyle Stanley, who has apologized, by the way, uh, for not yelling for. But um, Shane Lowry, what can you say? Irish native, winning, going away. Uh, wanted to see uh, Brooks Kepka just make a charge, just to make it interesting. Never happened. And J.B. Holmes, that poor guy, shot an 87 Final round, just a disastrous round. He was in contention early on. He was the one American the first day. He was up there uh, on the leaderboard, and he really bombed out and choked. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people that moved up to tee times did not uh, watch much of the Open Championship. But Shane Lowry, a 66-1 to favorite. So if you had Shane Lowry and you made some money, not many people did. Uh, congratulations on that. The favorite going into the Open Championship was Rory McIlroy, missed the cut. Made a charge there on Friday, but missed the cut by one stroke. He was 9-1 to one to win the tournament, but uh, we know how that ended. Yesterday, baseball, um, Madison Bumgarner and, and the Giants just over the weekend took three or four from the Mets. They're right in the playoff hunt, right in the wild card hunt. Madison Bumgarner is not going to get moved. I mean, he's not getting moved. So, I mean, as a Yankee fan, they could look elsewhere because there's no way with Bruce Bochy in his last season there in San Francisco and the team in contention, that they're going to just uh, trade Madison Bumgarner, one of their prized, uh, you know, iconic franchise players. Let's be honest. If Madison Bumgarner continues to continue to pitch well, and he's pitched well the last month, last couple of starts, especially nine uh, innings, one earned run against the Mets in his previous start, he continues to pitch well. He's going to have a statue out, outside. Uh, AT&T ballpark there in San Francisco. He's that good. I mean, he has won championships with that franchise before. He was the reason they won the last championship uh, there in San Francisco with coming out of the bullpen, pitching the lights out, and just being an ace pitcher uh, come postseason time and overshadowing Clinton Kershaw for uh, a large uh, percentage of both of their careers because of his success in the postseason versus uh, Kershaw's struggles in the postseason. So, I don't think he's getting moved. I mean, a lot can happen now. I'd be surprised if Madison Bumgarner gets moved, and any player for that matter, in San Francisco. That hurts because now you turn your attention to Zach Greinke. Will the Arizona Diamondbacks move Zach Greinke? There's reports that he is on the block along with Robbie Ray there in Arizona. If, in case you're, you're wondering, two more years at $65 million, uh, total for Zach Greinke, his contract. It's an enormous contract. I would expect Arizona to eat some of that money, but if you're the Yankees, I know his velocity's n- not um, up to par, but he is uh, a, a He's like a Greg Maddox type. He's very uh, crafty. That's the word I'm looking for, crafty. He's a crafty right-hander. You don't usually use that with right-handers. I don't know why, but he's crafty, knows where it's going when he's pitching, changes speeds very well. He could still pitch. And the Yankees, would they be in on him? I know he had some issues. Um, in the past, and I don't know if he would really play well in the big market with the media spotlight, but he's a guy I would like. If, if I'm a team in contention, that's the guy that I, if, if Arizona eats some money, maybe 10, maybe 12 million off that contract, you're paying 25 a year for Zach Greinke, it's well worth it in this market. I'd do it, especially if you think 
he, you're one pitcher away from winning the World Series. A guy who should be on the market, that's not. And you can, you can talk about no Syndergaard, Zach Wheeler, until the cows come home. Jacob deGrom should be on the market. If you're the Yankees, would you give up a Glaber Torres for Jacob deGrom? Think about it. You give up Glaber Torres for Jacob deGrom, you're, you're the odds-on favorite, the, the heavy favorite to win the World Series. How important is winning a World Series for Yankee fans out there? Because that's where the Mets would start with Glaber Torres. If you're, the, if, if you're the Yankees, what would it take to, to get Jacob deGrom? Would the Mets, if you offered them a deal that would, take them, uh, that would bend their knees, I mean, would you trade a Glaber for Jacob deGrom? I would, because it would almost guarantee a World Series championship. And it's been long. It's been 10 years now for the New York Yankees since they won a World Series championship. They've seen the Boston Red Sox celebrate championship after championship. A lot of pressure. Cashman, I've got to get it done. I know he's worked wonders this year, and he's not going to lose his job if the Yankees don't win the World Series because he's made some great trades that have worked out. Okay? But Stanton, we don't know when or if Stanton will ever come back this season for the New York Yankees. Still has not started his rehab um, assignment there. We don't know if he's going to. That's a bad contract, and it's just that's going to look bad on Brian Cashman's record. But he's made other great trades, and so... We know. Well, Luke Voigt come, uh, comes to mind. D.D. Gregorius comes to mind. Uh, you could go on and on. Every uh, I mean, Seemingly, uh, uh, D.J. LeMayu, the signing in the offseason, getting him for, for cheap, and he's leading the league in hitting, doing great things, a dark horse to win the MVP, although he'll come second. It, it's, probably, it, it's, it's a chase to finish runner-up to Mike Trout in the American League, let's be honest, because Trout leads the league with 32 home runs, 79 RBIs, slugging uh, over 1,000. He's uh, slugging and, and plus his on-base percentage over 1,000. He is winning the MVP. So it's just a matter of who wants second with uh, Mike Trout uh, in the American League. But Yankees uh, and other teams out there, um, Matthew Boyd, the Detroit Tigers, they're a disastrous season. No, what, 29, 30 wins on the year. What will it take to get him? If you're out there in contention, another guy um, that's on the trade block, as well as Marcus Stroman, just to name a few. And what will happen, trade deadline coming up, it's what, July 31st. And it's interesting this year because there's no August trade deadline. There's no August 31st trade deadline anymore. It, this is the only trade deadline, so the only chance to improve your roster if you're in contention. So uh, I expect a lot of deals, a lot more deals than in the past. So it should be a lot of fun um, as we look forward to the uh, MLB trade deadline. A lot of other things, though, still to get to that we have yet to mention. Manny Pacquiao over the weekend, 40 years old and 215 days. He wins. He beats Keith Thurman. Split decision. Champion once again. It, just, I don't want to see it go on and on. I know we could still fight, but... Manny Pacquiao, I mean, this guy, uh, how much longer is he going to go on? Are we going to see another Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao fight? Is that what this is all going to lead to? Because that's where it seems like it's going. But congratulations to Manny Pacquiao. I mean, just, it's a, just a marvel that he's, he keeps himself in great shape and 40 years old can, can just uh, continue to fight out there. I mean, just it, it, it's amazing to see that. Uh, did you see this story as well? Major League Baseball, ratings down 4%. And even in, in, in big markets, ratings are down. In Boston, ratings are down. Um, the Yankees' ratings are down from last season. The Mets' ratings are down, although you could expect that with, with the team struggling and what have you. Uh, just not a, good, not a good look right now for baseball. And uh, 
you know, one thing that they pride themselves on, the Major League Baseball and the Commissioner Manfred, is local TV ratings where they're always healthy. But now with, with the big markets having a drop in, in their TV ratings, and albeit small, the Yankees are down 26%, Mets are down 12%, or what have you, still, it all adds up. And this is something that baseball needs to take seriously and, and watch. I'm sure they are. And because all the trends are, are going in the wrong direction. If you're Major League Baseball, you need to do something to energize the youth in, in America with baseball. You need to do something, and that starts with pace of play. You need to do something about it. These games take way too long. There's too much sitting on your hands and, and just watching and not enough action on the baseball diamond. What is going to change? When will it change? Will the changes be significant enough where baseball fans will continue to tune in and the youth of America will watch baseball? Not done yet. Still some more to do. Odell Beckham Jr. give you some more thoughts on his GQ magazine uh, interview rounds. That's all next here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today.
Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Back here on At The Window on the Fantasy Sports Network, I am Sean Glossamaki. Thank you to Nick Ferguson for joining us. He hosts Mid Show on 104.3 The Fan in Denver. It's called the Safety Blitz. Look out for that. Uh, we previewed the Denver Broncos with Nick, former safety, played for the Broncos as well. Thanks to him. Thanks to Chris Ventra for joining me, giving his Odell Beckham Jr. take and how he mulled uh, retirement and felt disrespected for the Giants, blah, 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 blah. Uh, just go on and go play in Cleveland now. Now, all right, that's the final take from Odell Beckham with the Giants. We can move on now. He's a Cleveland Brown. All right, enough of him. Uh, one thing I did not mention, and I, I if we got caught up in, in, in everything, Matt Harvey, designated for assignment by the Angels. His career might be over. It might be taps for Matt Harvey. What a fall from grace. You know, last year he played for the Reds, pitched not great, but he pitched well enough to get a shot with the Angels, right? And he thought maybe he could progress and, and, and off of that season and get back to the Matt Harvey of old, the dark night. Do you remember how just dominant Matt Harvey was? He took New York by storm in that whole Dating uh, Victoria's Secret model, Brazilian supermodel, Adriana Lima. It's all been downhill from there. Poor guy. His heart was broken. It hasn't been the same. No, he had the injury and I uh, get all that and had with a rib removed and whatever and had a rehab and has never been the same. His velocity is down this season and just what a fall from grace. And it's just a shame. Guy is probably done. What is he, 30 years old, 31 years old, if that? Just what would have been. Had they, uh, Terry Collins taken Matt Harvey out of the World Series game and did the Mets win the championship? Did they, did they win that World Series? Ah, I don't know, but it was a terrible decision to go back out there. And Terry Collins listened, and it's just been downhill ever since. And Matt Harvey, though, he took New York by storm. I mean, the Mets were the team. They were. Don't, don't get it twisted. They were. They, they had the back pages in New York. When Matt Harvey was was here and his at his height, that was you know, and um, it can happen again, I guess, because you know the Mets are always the little brother to the Yankees, but for a little while they were not, and oh, it might be over for Matt Harvey. Um, sad to see him go so quickly. That'll do it here for at the window. Special guest tomorrow, Joe Theismann. Yes, Joe Theismann, former Washington Redskin. He will join me to preview the Washington Redskins. That's tomorrow, 425 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, see ya.